<clears throat> Run. Peel. Chat. Repeat. Repeat. I'm joining you from Malta this week, guys, and therefore I've got a cisk. Cisk. This is not said. A, it's not said like cist. It's said like chisk. Chisk. Chisk beer, and it sounds like this. Oh, that's exactly as it sounds. Very good. Yeah, did they name it after the noise that the can makes when you open it? Tosk. You can imagine that sort of the marketing meeting sitting around the yes. table discussing that one. Nice. It says Malta's finest independent brewers since 1928. And you see Ooh. this yellow and red everywhere you go. Is it strong? It's very nice. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, it's like 5%. So I suppose that is quite strong, but not, nothing like. Strong. Oh, no, 4.2. Pardon me. Oh. Very rude. Out of 10? Out of 10? Oh, yeah. Um, I'd give it a solid seven. Oh. Mm. Um, how about you, Matt? What beer have you got going on? Yeah, I've just been bragging to you before we started. I've got Bath Ales right. Gem, which is an amber ale. Mm. Uh, Bath Ales was only established in 1995, so a relative... A youngster. Infant compared... And I've got half a litre of this stuff to get through, so... <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love Gem. Bath being my hometown, yeah, I was brought up on the stuff. <laughs> I've never heard of it. What <laughs> about 1993 being the stuff? No. <laughs> you were raised on Gem. <laughs> no, it's oh. what everyone drunk in Bath. It's absolutely amazing stuff. Bath. So other, other normal parts of the country, people are sipping white lightning on park benches. You're drinking an amber ale in Bath. It's, we were sophisticated. Like. We were sophisticated, sophisticated middle class, we, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Drink ambrails and listen to um, Jamaican ska. That was what we were. Oh doing. god, <laughs> yeah, loved it. Uh, um, do you want to see? Do you want to see my? Um, oh, I'm glad drink. you asked. Yes. Yeah, it's a. Uh, <laughs> so it looks like a bottle of wine. Is that? <laughs> it is. So. Oh, right. Okay. It's a. It's a. It's called Centelio <laughs> or. Centello. It's a Spanish wine. And uh, the reason for the this ridiculousness and it not being beer is because I've stopped beer Ooh. for oh. the time being until the until the marathon. Oh. Um it's because uh, it he just wants to hit something with a higher percentage instead. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's the thing that adds most of all to my Weight. So I know, Kate, okay. you're not overweight, and I know I, I'm not. But like, it beer just adds to the substance, and I just feel like, oh, but wine I just is drink so everything sugary. Else. Red it's wine, good. red wine apparently is really good for you. Um, oh, yeah. So, in, in and actually, the other thing, the other thing is, so if you go to the pub with friends, you could order a large glass of red, and it would take twice it's not three times as long for me to drink this than it would be for people to go and get rounds etc so i'm much much happier so i'll do my own <laughs> do my own thing for now and um and i kind of don't really want much more than a, like a large you know one glass of wine i don't know I, I don't, really? I sort of, yeah, I mean, you no. say that you say that you've got the bottle next to you i have the bottle this is for <laughs> the image this is for the uh how much have you had there, i had to show i had to show and i had to do the the obviously the tsk um, which it would have done when I opened up originally. It's just Obviously. a sprue top, but um, yeah, it's a dude um, juggling with with all the stars. Um, yeah, oh, quite nice. Looks like a, a Peter Blake uh, uh, drawing 
Um, he's an artist. Ah, <laughs> William, William Blake. Could have been William Blake. Could have been Peter. Um, I think it's Peter Blake. Like, um, I'll tell you what, Sam, he's getting serious. He's off the beer. He's yeah. run 115. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you, he's, he's going to injure Martin just so that he can run with us. I can smell it. <laughs> Is this he's also, well, or maybe he's not, because he's also got that extra week to see what we run. Oh, watch out, watch out. <laughs> we set the, the bathroom. Well, that very nicely brings us on to Marathon PBs. So I'm joined by Neil, the wino from Worthing. <laughs> currently, currently located in Cornwall. Oh, this is where I am right oh. now. The yeah. Cornish Browner. And the in-laws. He, uh, he has a lovely Marathon PB of two hours, 55 minutes and nine seconds. You want to give us a little yeah. um, debrief on that? Where was that? Yeah. I think um, Valencia, Matt uh, hit us up with a bit of uh, spiel on Valencia on week one, I think, uh, with the excellent Valencia top. But yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, it was, what can I say? It was, it's a, it was a super speedy marathon. You know, it started really damn early. And I remember um, I just, did, I pretty much did the whole thing on my, <laughs> my own, actually. I, you know, I started with Stefan Flash. Um, but yeah, there was a big group of us there, as, we, as Matt describes, and um, a real sort of buzz crossing that line. I mean, tell you what, um, um, really, really nice atmosphere all the way around. Last 5K, uh, memorable for me, memorable for Matt for many other reasons. But, um, <laughs> but for me, he was the sun in the eyes, um, the pain, the holding on, but knowing that the finish line was a pretty much a straight line following this sort of like dried up river or whatever they use for it now to the sort of stadium area. And with 1K to go, you then drop down into sort of a, down this ramp into the stadium area. It's all blue, mm. it's real turquoisey blue color. And you feel really, you're buzzing. And I was, honestly, I was overtaking loads of people at this point. I was, I, I knew I wasn't quite on for sub 255, but, um, it was, uh, I was on for a push, do a sharp right at the stadium and then a sharp left onto this like pre-erected over the water. Like, um, I'm not sure if it's a floating pontoon, but it sort of seemed like they just made it specifically for this marathon um, where it's the last 400 meters straight down the middle of this like uh, lake um, to the finish. Uh, and yeah, we all gathered at the end and sort of uh, parted in, most of us parted into the night <laughs> so there's a lot of this from, from from the from uh, qph the club and um yeah really really good really enjoyed that 255 sam yeah. over or under what do you reckon five minutes off that over or under what do you mean neil at brighton will you get more or less than five minutes off that oh game? way more than five minutes yeah i think it'd be over five. with I think added with do... with manchester mind with manchester before it this is thrown in so true, but what do you plan to go off at at the moment? What pace do you plan to try and go off at? I want to, I want to be 250. So I'm gonna, you're definitely gonna, Matt, be do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go off at fours. I'm gonna go off at fours. Um, that would be 248, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 402s is sub 250. So fours is like just below. I reckon even though you're running a ridiculous marathon the week before, you're, pr I think. I think you still, if you want enough, could run a 247, I'm going to say now. Okay. Matt, what are you going to shout? Oof. I know that is. Yeah, 247 is good. I, I, 
attempted to save and lower. I mean, he what was he like? Thirteen seconds behind you or something? Yeah, 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 or oh, less. At the half. Um. Yeah, yeah, twelve. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, seventy-five minutes. What's that? So double it and add ten What's minutes. It's a really yeah. crude way. Yeah. To what do was it. that app? You, you showed me an app, Matt. I don't know if that's just like maths or was it actually? A... Oh, the thing. Yeah, I showed calculator you... app. Because yeah, I, I use one of those equivalency charts or whatever. Um, yeah. Hold on, race equivalency. Because I, I, um, I, yeah. There's a few available online, um, yeah. but the I one mean, that corresponds best with my, with my like PBs, is this one. So if I put in what is it, one fifteen twenty two? Did you run? Yeah. Okay, but it's really generous to the marathon, so it's going to be yeah. Here you go, marathon equivalent marathon is two thirty seven oh eight. But let's go through Absolutely it. Absolutely no go, way that would. <laughs> let's go through it and compare it to your other PBs. So what's your five k PB? It's 16.54. So this says 16.23. Nice. Uh, 10K? 35.30 or something. Yeah, yeah. This is a little bit generous then. 34.09. 10 mile? Well, during that race, it was 57, but it's probably 59, I think. So this is 56.34. (laughs) I think I think maybe I think I might have um, overachieved at that half. I think we'll see how, how this all works out. But then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, of, those, of those ones you've read out, I reckon one fifteen is the most impressive. Yeah, yeah. I think. And I don't, I don't think you overachieved. I think you, you no. have that in you. So if you, bit, yeah. the, the, the the issues you've got are a um, you'll have run the marathon the week before. So I really hope that you. <laughs> change that we'll get a chance to change it i completely understand why but if you get a chance to change that and run with us at manchester i think you're well on for anything around mm-hmm. 240 even sub but um totally get that and then the other thing is that you're running brighton which notoriously as, as you mentioned on our chat this week is is maybe a slightly slower marathon at that end of it so you'll be on your own a little bit more so unless you find someone who's also doing yeah it's certainly quite sparse yeah that's 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 the case yeah if you find a group that's that that would be ideal you might find because 245 is a big number so there could be a couple of people just going off at that pace and then i think i'll just see um yeah yeah, i think the other thing was uh, between the two um, i'm booking in a massage so two days after that i'm gonna just do absolutely nothing well, you know what we should do we should we should get people to give us some advice like you know you know like johnny or old time marathoners some <laughs> maybe your your coach as well matt yeah. to say right if you're doing a this scenario what would you do in the week between because for, for my two pence i would say you want to run during that time you want to keep the legs ticking over i think run that marathon on a sunday probably the monday off and then Tuesday, I'd say an easy like yeah. 8K or something, maybe Wednesday off or something. Thursday, I'd say then you, you do want to do something on Thursday and Friday or Thursday and Saturday. But Thursday is like almost your marathon pace. Just yeah. try yeah. something a bit quicker, because if you don't run at all, your body will be a bit sore. And you'll have a bit of lactate in there. I have actually on my program, I have put in zero for Monday, mm. five for Tuesday, seven mm. for Wednesday, five yeah. for Thursday, and like three for Friday and nothing for Saturday. So I would I would take nothing, I would do nothing on Friday, nothing on Saturday. So I'd take that Friday thing off completely. And Thursday, maybe maybe some of those you do at like 
a marathon effort or something uh, to pick call. it up a bit i don't know yeah. just to see how it feels well it would be really good to find out what people <laughs> thought um no i honestly i mean these are the parameters most people would say don't do it but um this is <laughs> this is this is the this is the challenge i have to do it um this yeah. is what, what i've um, decided yeah. yeah all right but yeah well that was my that was my um, marathon story and i think uh I'd, yeah be sensible really i want to be able to really enjoy like the end of it as well i want to be able to um I want to be overtaking people and stuff, unless I'm on my own, which I don't think I would. Who knows? Okay, and then that leads on nicely to Matt, who we've introduced because he's talked a bit already, but he's from the same marathon, 239.32. Very nice indeed. How was that for you, Matt? I mean, you've, you've talked through this a little bit in previous weeks, so maybe just a, a little bit of mayonnaise, as some might say. <laughs> yeah no it was um it was it was wonderful for 37 kilometers and then it was um like literally stomach wrenching for five. Oh man but, but there you go um no it, it, it was a really good event wasn't it i mean that you cannot design a faster course it was so flat it was so like lots of straight lines and stuff yeah it, it was brilliant but i do still it does still annoy me that race you know i feel like it's so that pv is is not really representative of that day but there yeah you go. but that that's running isn't it like loads of pvs are not representative you know you think oh if it wasn't that windy or if it wasn't that you know twisty turny or hilly or whatever there's always an excuse right so it's fine but um yeah you did not look happy when i saw it. i'll be honest you didn't look well, <laughs> I'd just thrown up my four times. Partly explain why. And then I also, oh, I, I just regretted having to get, like, the, just the thought of I've got to leave in like 10 minutes <laughs> to go and get a flight. I got, yeah. I had a wet white wash in a, um, wet white. <laughs> in a, like, a supermarket toilet. And I was like, what am I doing? Oh, what's <laughs> my life? You're all going in the sea and for paella, and I'm getting washed in a bathroom in a supermarket. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> but there you go. The, the, the things you do to save your annual leave, eh? Fair enough. Oh, mate. Well, so, interestingly, my PV was at the same race. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> so, wow. so me and Matt were together at the start um, in the same pen, but I was definitely... I was thinking more around 240, sub 240 was my aim. And I think you were you were probably thinking more around 235 by that point, weren't you? I don't think I actually, I can't really remember, but I don't think I... Yeah, you, you were not, you were non-committal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you wanted for 232 at one point, apparently, according to the app. <laughs> and the thing is, you could have run that. <laughs> Because you were running like 71 at Watford or whatever, or 73 and 70. So you're running really well. Um, and so we split up in that in that pen, didn't we? Do a little warm-up together. Yeah. And then you went towards the front. And it was good. No, I I, I think you know, um, you know, sometimes you're running races and you 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 hit a bit of a tough patch and you push through it like mentally yeah. and physically and then you actually feel great just afterwards i didn't do that so it got to <laughs> 32k and i um it said 
here's wall. the wall or something. <laughs> they had a wall. Yeah, I remember that. Song, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think that that's the stupidest thing to have. At yeah. That wasn't good for me because actually at that point I was feeling okay and I was with like a nice group. And I saw that and I thought, oh yeah, this is 10K to go. That's where the wall starts. And unfortunately it did. And I thought to myself, um i'm kind of on for this time but i'm gonna have to work quite hard because i think i was just over to go sub 240 and i was like it's not it's not really do i want it that much and i decided i didn't so instead you just wanted to blow kisses to the cameraman yeah, uh, yeah so and actually this is an interesting thing i decided i'm gonna enjoy these 10k at whatever feels okay and do you know what's interesting about the point where you're already pretty sore it doesn't get easier. So those 10K were probably as sore. I don't know. They might have been much worse if I tried to carry on at that pace. But I remember thinking, this isn't very easy. And I was hoping this last 10K would be easy because I was taking my foot off the gas. Did you drop much pace-wise? I didn't actually too much. No, I, I didn't. You know, it's sometimes weird when you think that you're dropping or you're allowing yourself to go easy. You don't actually, because you're in a gear almost, particularly with a marathon or a half or even 10k sometimes you 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 your leg my, i feel like my legs are almost like accustomed to that feeling and then they just roll at that and then your mind is the thing that you're allowing to not concentrate or anyway so i mean i still ran a pb by yeah good like three minutes so it was 241.40 which very so happy nice. with. and nice. as you say neil that ending where you drop down and then you're on this blue carpet and you feel like a triathlete smell the um, end <laughs> yeah and you turn and then i realized there were lots of cameras so this is where i first started blowing kisses because i've done it now at london marathon and then at wokingham which was obviously all over the bbc um <laughs> yeah. I blew some kisses. and then it turned out that i was on on like some spanish tv and spanish tv did it at london this year and then i was on the bbc so it's it's um no one's done it before so i thought why not why not do it um, got to have your own um, your own thing if you win. Yeah, that's Matt, Sam's Matt, moment. You won, Matt, you won York. You had a moment. Um, you won the York 10-miler. I watched that. That was bloody impressive. You were just chasing this this motorbike or this this car with a number on all the way. But what did you do at the end? Did you do anything spectacular? Because I, you have to, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that was a real cock-up, the end of that. It's kind of, well, to me, it's a funny story. I don't know whether it's going to be funny telling it. But um, so... The, the end of that course is a bit like a speech bubble. It's a line, which is from the start down a hill. And then you basically do a great big loop. And then you do the line again up that great big hill, which is horrible. I can't, oh. imagine, what, I can't imagine what Yorkshire Marathon is like when you've got to do that hill at the end of 26 miles. But anyway, and I, so I got to the top of this hill where there's the great big sort of, um, you know, the archway thing for the start line. And the car pulled in to the side of the road. And so I was like, is this, have I finished? Is this is this it? <laughs> like, there's nobody here. There's no there's no finish line or anything. No. So I shouted shouted to the guy on the bike. Like, is this the finish? And he said, No, no, no. It's down there. So I've I've stopped pretty much by this point. And I was like, Oh shit. No. So I then sort of sprinted because I had no idea where second was. And I thought, Oh my god, I'm gonna get this is gonna be the most embarrassing finish ever. I'm gonna all the worst so chased down. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, yeah. So I sprint down this road and literally ran into a roundabout. Um, there's like railings around the middle of the roundabout and I, I just wasn't looking where I was going I just couldn't turn quick enough so I sort of ran into this railing and then this and then the crowd started at the other side of the roundabout 
and this woman was was just off the roundabout and she shouted something at me and I I just had no idea you know like when somebody says something to you and you don't realize until they finish speaking that they're actually talking to you and so I, I was then past you I was like what, is, what on earth did she just say to me and it turns out I mean I did it fortunately anyway but she had, she had shouted stay to the right because the marathon finishes on the left stay to the right so I fortunately just stayed to the right anyway and as I was running down I thought oh shit this is going to be my only you know like this could be the only time I win a like a reasonably big race with a, like a finish line thing what should I do and I just I had no time I panicked I didn't do anything I like held my hands up made some I don't know like fists or something I don't know but it was rubbish but I what I wish I'd done now yeah yeah it's question. The what, it's what I wish I'd yeah. done have you ever seen um there's a guy in America called Chris Mocco and he oh. once finished a race and did um what's it called is it the hula or whatever the Hawaiian thing where you go under limbo the limbo, limbo. I wish I'd done that under the finish tape oh amazing that would have been so good <laughs> oh there's a, there's a French there's a French guy called Grasson you saw his finish where he went on his knees at the European junior cross country and he won it but he tried to skid but famously like head planted into the mud um if you haven't watched check it out it's very very funny but since then he's been sort of capitalizing on that and and doing funny finishes so yeah he came I think he won the juniors again, but I think he jumped over the finish tape in the last the last yeah. time. He yeah, he hurdled it, didn't he? <laughs> I don't I, you see, I don't think I could hurdle a finish tape. They hold it at like waist height, don't they? I don't think I could hurdle. Yeah, it. it's proper right up there, isn't it? Or his waist, yeah. Yeah. Oh Gressier, though. I'm not sure what I think of that guy. <laughs> hey, but He's a before waist. um before we finish the marathon uh PB segment. I, it took ages to load, but I was looking up something that Neil said. He was talking about um, Brighton being sort of less competitive, less people to run with and all that sort of mm. stuff. So if we just hypothetically, Neil, if hypothetically we say that you're going to run the same, you're going to go for 240 as well. So at Manchester last year, and I'm pretty sure these results don't include the elites, but at Manchester last year, if you got under 240, you would finish 55th. Um, and at Brighton last year, if you ran under 240, you would have finished fifth. Yeah. Whoa. The winner was, <laughs> yeah, it was top 10. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. It's, um... And actually, while we're here, shout out to fifth place last year because it was Sam Pictor, who's a guy that I went to university with. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <hello> <laughs> <laughs> Not the 11 listen, but uh, yeah, 239, <laughs> 239.45, you ran it. And, Oof, and, that, and that was the long that was an ultra member I forget. oh yeah oh, it was yeah. an ultra so who who won it and what time was it uh neil mcclements won in 233.44 okay so still whereas uh in the manchester marathon according to this but like i say i don't think it includes the elites because it had a separate button for the elite. oh weird lewis gamble thompson won in 225.11 but if you go on the elites, yeah, if you go on the elites, Matthew Crayon won in 218.26. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a faster field. It's a bit more depth uh, in Manchester. It definitely was last time I saw. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I think our club, our club um, uh, another peeler, Maciek, uh, I think he 
got 253 about three or four years ago and got on top 64. Last 16. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, a shit to say that. We'll see. We'll see. Well, thanks for, for looking that up. But yeah, I think it will be, it might be no man's land. And actually this wall, this hypothetical wall is actually out at a, at a power station that's, um, Matt, you've you've done Brighton. Yeah, it's before, grim. And it, it is pretty grim. Out, you're out sort of Portslade, but not in the town of Portslade, just sort of in the industrial section. You run around this, I think it's like a fish market or something. It's pretty grim. <laughs> And if you're feeling if you're feeling pretty low at that point, this is just going to really just top it up. So <laughs> then you run back. There are benefits, back. though. Yeah, there are benefits of a less deep field, though, right? Like, can you imagine if you came top ten? That'd be amazing. I know that would be yeah. Quite cool. Yeah, apparently nice. there's apparently there's huge prize money as well. So you should you guys. Oh really? Yeah, how yeah. Far, like, how far down does the money go? Oh, top ten. So yeah, it's something Ooh. like ten thousand wow. pounds to the tenth. Uh, up to million, Radu Canu esque. It's uh, yeah, it's a pretty big event now, but um, it's up to you to enter. That's why the entry fee is so high. <laughs> are we both? Are we both just checking? Bright American <laughs> prize money. So, um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like. It's gonna be like a a beer, a beer a voucher to a brewery or something. Mm. Okay, elite entries. Hail sub two forty five. Yeah, Johnny got free entry a few years ago. Actually, what? Remember that, Johnny Subtle. Yeah, shout out for what under two forty five. Two forty five free entry. What? And then and you get your own name uh, printed on your your front and back. Mm, I do remember that. Free yeah. Yeah. Think about as it. A, as a stingy northerner, free entry. I'm doing Brighton next year. Yeah, yes. you should. <laughs> stay, you can you stay at Ches, um Shez Neil. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. So this says um, cash prize, £2,000 for the winner. And a time else? bonus. A time bonus of a British course record gets you an extra £1,500. And the oh, course fine. record is 218.04. So Ooh. pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that brings us on nicely to uh, T-shirts. Talk to me, Neil. What's that T-shirt? I recognise the top of it, but I don't yeah, know it. I thought it was this is why I'm sort of knee, I'm sort of I'm leaning forwards, not because my mic trying to improve my microphone, but um, I was also trying to hide my T-shirt, which is London Marathon. Oh wow! This is a nice, a very nice one. It's an Adidas London Marathon, the blue one, which represented, I think it was the 40th anniversary. What year was that? 2000 and... 2015. I don't think it is the 40th anniversary. No, I don't know what it is, but what they were doing, they were really, um, that year, they were really banging on about holding hands and crossing the line. So we took, do this together. And I think this was the year where they were counting the millionth person to cross the line. So somebody during this race was going to be the millionth person. And that person won a huge cash prize as well. Um, I'm not totally sure. Uh, that's not true. That's <laughs> not true at all. <laughs> um, but I remember distinctly, this is quite a funny story. Because um, there's a guy from my dad's club. And I know he's really, really top bloke. I'm not going to name him. But um, he, he he's like... Uh, in his, he was in his like late forties or, or maybe mid forties. Uh, super good runner, but um, I think it was uh, yeah. So he he's like two thirty five 
or going gunning for 230 235 um and basically he was one of the group that realized that they were running at the same pace as paula radcliffe and paula oh. radcliffe had entered the general race this year because why not she's retired but she can still run half decent <laughs> So uh, yeah, there's so basically this guy took the limelight. Is this um, this uh, this runner from the dad's club? So it's quite funny. But basically, he's on TV all the time. Um, so you're sort of seeing he's still there. He's still there because basically there's a load of runners running with Paula Radcliffe. This is amazing. And uh, so so we get to the the finishing straight, um, and you can see in the background um, all of a sudden. Sorry, the foreground, first of all, Paula Radcliffe is there, like, on the TV, on BBC, looking. <laughs> basically, she's looking for him, because she thought, well, this is the finish. I'm going to hold you. Basically, the idea was that you're supposed to hold hands with somebody and cross the line together, like the two finishers of the very first London Marathon did. They got joint uh, first. She, apparently, because she was interviewed at the very end, she looked round for this guy. She said, there was this guy that was running with me the whole time. And she was interviewed saying it. But anyway, in the background of the BBC videos, him legging it off, just legging it to the finish and beating uh. <laughs> <laughs> This whole race, he's been running with her until the very end. <laughs> The mile, which he just sprints off and absolutely, absolutely beats her to the line, which is oh, very every fun. man for himself. Yeah, every man very good. Very good. Yeah, she, she she mentions it in the interview at the end, but I followed. Like <laughs> but yeah, no, I I didn't have the energy to to hold hands with somebody that year. Um, no, I got to the end. I got to got to the mile, and to be honest, it's the third or fourth time I've done London. I've I've never remembered that bit. I've never really ever enjoyed that bit either. I've just sort of wanted to finish just so desperately so to even contemplate looking around for somebody um to to to, to you know yet alone help someone who's you know hobbling oh like that, uh, um... the welsh runner does um no i would have just <laughs> i would have just gone no just I, I just can't be bothered with this just let this let this be over with <laughs> what's your most memorable section of london marathon so everybody talks about like Tower Bridge, Greenwich, yeah. Cookies yeah. Suck or whatever, but then also Birdcage Walk and that sort of stuff. But you, you seem to say Birdcage my Walk. Mo my most memorable, and actually I do get goosebumps, is at Tower Bridge, but it's actually at the, the second time you go past it. So <laughs> you, you go over Tower Bridge and you take a right, you go to Canary yeah. Wharf, you do all that area, and then you turn around, you come back, and you've got 10K to go from like Limehouse Basin all the way to the end. So when you get to the top of Tower Bridge for the second time, yeah. um, you're and it, the, the 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 race has spread out quite a lot, quite considerably. Um, and yeah, I remember having uh, I do remember actually having big beaming, beaming smiles there because the, the crowd is probably at its most intense there. It's like a crossroads. Everyone thinks, oh, I can see people here, see people there. Um, so it's absolutely massive at that point. Um, and you come out, there's a, it's so big that they actually have to pull up boards that are so high that people can't, can't um, look over. Um, so when you come out from the other side of the boards, it, the, the crowds are so intense. It must be like a, how a footballer imagine how a footballer feels when they walk out into the stadium or something. It might be a kind of intense, like, oh my God, and they're screaming at you. And I remember, I think the Adidas crew always tend to sort of stand there. Yeah, um, and I've seen occasions there. where I've had an um, IO and, and the Adidas crew like, nah, you know, you'll um, shout at me. And I remember running over, sort of over to them and getting a few high fives and kind of carrying on. But I've always enjoyed 
that bit, but not really anything else at all. <laughs> Maybe the start when they play that lovely music, but that's kind of it. <laughs> I tell you what I want to do one year. My One of my colleagues volunteers, and he gets, he's the like chief volunteer. I think they break up into like mile segments or something, all the volunteers. So he is the chief volunteer or something for like, um, on the north bank of the Thames, so like just before you turn at Big Ben, he stands. He's stationed in the middle of the road there. And he said wow. he's there for like five hours or something. But he says it's amazing just watching like Kipchoge sprint towards you. And you oh my god! I bet I bet that's amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be great. And then you just see, you know, slowly the like crowds get thicker and thicker and thicker as people start. Thinking. Sam, you've you've done it plenty of times. What's your favourite bit? Or most mm. Do you have one? Because you, you, I mean, you've got a beaming smile and you're just kissing the crowd like all the way anyway, but there must be one. <laughs> yeah, I think Tower Bridge going over it the first time is, is mine. I love that. Like running, being, first of all, being allowed to run in the middle of the road over Tower Bridge and then the crowd is really busy there because normally when you run over Tower Bridge just as a pedestrian, it's really, really annoying because there's a load of bastards trying to walk around there. So you have to dart around them. It's also really bad pavement around there. <laughs> so it's the opposite feeling. You just go over Tower Bridge, put your hands up, probably get on the BBC. Yeah, I feel like I have lots of good memories from that. This, this year, you and Stefan and Sven and Tom all caught up with me and Andy at that point, right in the middle, two different it? starts. You guys were <laughs> two minutes ahead of us because you were going for 250 and we were going for 255. So we converged there and literally you're just running over. We'd gone up because it's a bit of an uphill, isn't it? Onto the onto the bridge, especially for London Marathon, it's quite steep. And then as we got to the middle, I hear, yo, peelers, peelers, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> um, and then I saw Neil and I said, Neil, how you going? Neil, Neil just went. No, and I, don't talk I, to me. Don't I talk. You're in trouble then. <laughs> oh God! But you hung on I to only, that group and I only dropped. I only dropped, I only dropped five minutes. It's all right. You did great. And then Sven I didn't Tom, tap you on Sven the and back Tom had some. Yeah, Sven and Tom had some sort of some sort of jungle juice. I'm not totally sure what they had, but they had friends waiting with them with special bottles. I'm not yeah, which sure. Is fully, <laughs> fully illegal. Totally. I think I'd like to say the end of London Marathon is is one of my favourites, but there's only one time when I've really enjoyed that. Like you, it's it's if if you've gone quite hard, it's it's sore because you can see Big Ben coming for like three or four k, yeah. and it's slowly going round. The London Eye is becoming a single two D object, and then it comes round, and you can see it full on. And then you get to Big Ben, and you're like, "Cool, I'm there." And actually, that's still one k to go. Yeah. So true. then you hold it together down to Buckingham Palace, and oh, it's horrible. Um, but it is a nice marathon, isn't it? It's just like you say, it's so loud. There's no, there's no time when you have a little bit of quiet, and it almost gets too much. Um, it can be, yeah. You should one day watch it, Sam. Maybe. You should honestly. You do it every year, but I think you should one year just. Just watch it. Don't make, make it, ballot don't make it a glass <laughs> That ballot comes out and you can get into London Marathon for less than you see the thing. Yeah, it's true. But the thing is, it's on this year um, in October. It's on again in April. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely doing it in October. 
definitely. And then I'll see you about April. Oh, you got to do it. You can have one of my injuries, Sam. One, one of your entries <laughs> or injuries? <laughs> injuries. I see an entered. Oh, sorry, it cut out there. What oh, you sorry. Saying? I was saying, I swear I've been entered like four times and never uh, never raced it. So you can have one of my one of my entries. <laughs> that's how it works. Give it a miss. Oh, um, how about you, Matt? What T-shirt have you brought to the party this week? Uh, I went for a rogue one because oh. this race doesn't exist anymore. Um, that's always good. The North London half. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Anybody, oh, it's all blurred. And anybody... Did, did either of you do this? I don't think you did, did you? No. I only heard about it. I don't even think I've ever heard of it, to be honest. It, was, it started just outside Wembley Station, and it ran whatever that road is through the mid middle of Fryant Country Park. Yeah. Um, and it went out all the way to the Saracens Stadium. You did a loop of the track around Saracens Stadium, and then you basically just ran back, and then you finished in Wembley. So it was cool to finish inside Wembley. That was, but, but I mean, the rest of the race was. It was literally like a lap, a lap of Wembley and a lap of the Saracens Stadium, and everything else was rubbish. <laughs> it, was, it was grim, but um, yeah, they ran it once, and then I don't think it ever happened again. That's a go. shame. Yeah, I heard yeah. good things about it, and I, but I did hear there was a hill at the end. You run up a bit of a, bit of an incline. True. Well, I don't. I just remember the hill at the start because you, if you go out of um, this, I'm sure this makes really good radio. But if you, uh, <laughs> if you go out out from Wembley Stadium, and you know there's the road, there's like the road with the Asda on it, the Great Big Asda. And if you get, if you go over that towards Frank Country Park, it's a massive hill. It's just a, a really steep hill. And I remember no. starting with uh, Nathan Pask and Johnny Suttle. And just watching them, this was like, so this was 2017. And I don't really think I've been a member of the running club very long at all at that point. No. And, and so I was like, oh, I recognise those two guys. Went over and chatted to them. And then it started. And then just on that hill, just watching them like run fairly comfortably up this hill. And I, I, I was considering walking up this hill. It was so <laughs> steep. And I just thought, oh, God, I don't know if I want to do running. What did you uh, what, what did you what did you finish with? Do you remember what your time was? Oh, I've got no idea. Considering yeah. your considering your one eleven now. Uh, I'll look it up while we do Sam. Sam. You wanna start on your on your t-shirt and I'll I recognise that I recognise that shirt, Sam. Do you do you recognise it? Yeah. The one that you've seen before. This is um a lovely red t-shirt. Again, seems like a lot of my t-shirts are red. Um and it's got 70 years on the front. So this race apparently started in 1947. And this was the 70th anniversary T-shirt for it. The Lydiard Trophy, which Lydiard. is uh, Arthur Lydiard fame, big old coach. Um, and it's a, a cross-country race run, organised by the Queen's Park Carriers, our running club. And um, yeah, it happens in this... Uh, Bryant Country Park, which Matt, Matt just mentioned, which is a real dirty park. You know, I remember running in trail shoes one year, and that was that was the worst idea. You know, I felt quite fit on the road, and I went around there, just disgusting 8K. Um, so why am I why am I wearing this t-shirt? 
um just because it's a good old race and some people have managed to run three minute k's there it's got an amazing trophy it apparently is the oldest cross-country race in the uk but if you have one that's older than 1947 then please get in touch and tell us what tell us about it um but until then we're claiming it it's, it's quite nice it's a small route a small lap and then two big laps it's now run equal as well, which is good. Although, although one of the organizers did say in this year, um, we were ordering the t-shirts and he said, okay, we've got whatever, a hundred men. Um, do we have to order them for women and children as well? And we're like, are you, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> um, so you are actually wearing right now, you are wearing a limited edition shirt because you were one of the first hundred finishers in the oh, men's event they, 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 they weren't that well, did they, they actually weren't, run out of t-shirts they ran out of shirts 100% they oh. ran out of t-shirts and because the men were last they didn't all get t-shirts which was a lovely turn oh no I yeah I remember this because I've got didn't they buy all the same size as well yeah yeah because my t-shirt's massive and I was like is there a small and the guy just said there's a size <laughs> <laughs> You can, have a you can have a t-shirt or you can not have a t-shirt. But it's quite a nice event and um, there's a great photo of Neil holding a frog that was hanging around in the grass near the end. Oh. Although there were quite a few frogs, weren't there? Um, anyway, that's, that's absolutely random. Um, I'd like to see that picture. That'd be good, quite good for me, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, I've got that. I've got that hanging around, actually. Um, Make sure it doesn't jump off anywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, very good. Um, Matt, how about your North London half? What was the? It was eighty-one fifty-eight. Oh, forty-sixth place. It was the exact same time to the second as I ran one month earlier at Watford half. Mm. Okay, good fact. Nice. That's my fact from Matt. Done. <laughs> it's okay definitely not definitely not we've got big things for that um but before that i think as you've got the microphone matt what uh what have you been running this week should we get into our running weeks yes let's okay so starting on a monday apparently as all good weeks do that's a good line sam um so it was the day after working them half so i took my 50 minute morning run <laughs> very easy feeling a little bit tender but not too bad so uh, yeah 50 minute at five minute k is to say 10k and then another easy run in the evening pretty much exactly the same so 9.4k um so that was monday easy double tuesday oh i really did not feel like doing this at all <laughs> so if it, it felt far too soon after working on half to be doing 60 minutes including two by 15 minutes at threshold so yeah, well, you got those exact though, didn't you? Those were both four. So it was 15 minutes and you ran exactly the same distance and pace, which I suppose makes sense. But for those 15 minutes, that's yeah, yeah. isn't that amazing? How yeah, did you manage that? that? Do you I'm start and finish that. in exactly the same point? In no, on, no. I think so. Um, yeah, that is fun. 4.12k. I don't like that. I mean, I like that for you. If I was you, I'd like that. But whoa, that's that's some strong pacing. That's beautiful. And yeah, the heart rate only goes up a tiny bit. It's pretty good. Actually. Yeah, I tried to keep them. Um, so I think I said the other week, I 
think of threshold as somewhere around 177 to 183 or something. And so I really didn't feel like this at all. So I kept them a little bit easier. So the first one, 175 by the looks of it, as an average for 15 minutes. So and then second and then one, 179. So were you, what were you running that to? Heart rate? No. What were you running that to? Uh, vaguely heart rate. I think when I'm running, my watch face is on heart rate. So you were running for 15 minutes and it was feel then almost, right? Because one was 175, one was 179. So how did you, how did you do that? Well, so like I said, first one, I just took it like the easy end of threshold. So it averaged 175, but I wasn't, yeah, wasn't like deliberately keeping it to a number. I just wanted it to be easier. You know, like if you think of threshold yeah. as being like a range, it was the easier end of that range. And then the second one was probably the exact same, but I guess your the average is higher because the heart rate at the start is higher, isn't it? Then when you do your first rep, it takes you like three minutes before your heart rate. I was going to say, it, it would have been taking you a while, surely, to, to go from 140s into 170s um, in, that, in that 50-minute block. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So well, that's that's... that's very good isn't it because you dropped down and then you went straight back to exactly the same thing for 15 minutes and i wore those saucony shoes which are still impossible to put on <laughs> which 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 flavor were they again which sort of speeds are these speeds no endorphin pro they're a horrible oh. like turquoisey color so they were really cheap we should um, talk shoes one week by the way we should all bring on oh. like our favorite shoes or a shoe to talk about show and tell maybe shoe and oh. tell <laughs> or I, I could bring on my saucony and try and put it on and we can time how long it takes <laughs> that just might prove what how, how inept you are putting on shoes more than anything else because they've got two pulls on those things they don't they don't have two pulls they've got nothing at the back oh what those are, are the pulling? shifts i've got shifts that have a double pull that, that's why they're called shifts man <laughs> uh, then Wednesday, uh, another easy run. So, what's it? 14.1k, hour and eight minutes or something. Anyway, it was raining. It, it wasn't. It, it wasn't that enjoyable, but got it done. Thursday, pretty similar. You called Sunday. it uh, morning rain. I like that. Well, you guys mm -hmm. criticised me the other day for not renaming my runs and leaving them as morning run. So. Morning didn't rain. change the next day though you ran almost 16k which is also quite annoying what 15.97 when you round that one up and you just call the morning <laughs> run so um back to the drawing board matt <laughs> don't like i say don't have distance on my watch face so uh -huh. it just, it doesn't doesn't matter does it <laughs> so yeah 16 16k on thursday <laughs> easy um, so yeah, it's fairly just, easy just, week. But then it was one hour, 17 minutes. So that's a bit random, is it? Yeah, well, I do loops. And those <laughs> those loops... Oh, no, this was out and back, actually, wasn't it? There you go. I was going to say loops. You never quite know how long it's going to take, right? Because one day it takes slightly less time than another. But no, this was out and back. You've called Fair. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, this was odd. Um, then Friday off. Didn't do anything. Saturday... I did a workout. God, this was only yesterday, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> did, did a workout, and I think my GPS, I'm, I'm going to say my GPS was off because I don't like the data. Uh, so <laughs> I did, 
I did I had to do 45 minutes easy and then do which I misjudged so it was actually more like 50 minutes because I I timed myself to get to the park and then forgot I had to go all the way to the other end of the park to get to the hill so yeah anyway what was already a long warm-up got made even longer <clears throat> it was uh three by one minute hills six by 45 second hills three by one minute hills and then it was followed by 12 minutes at marathon pace a little break and then 10 minutes it was meant to be threshold but i just did a marathon pace because by this point into the run marathon pace basically was threshold <laughs> so uh yeah it wasn't it wasn't great my gps was off definitely because if you look at my route it's a bit all over the place um and I'll blame that on the paces. But yeah, hills, hills and some marathon pace stuff. Yeah, some nice hills in there though. Look at that. Yeah, it does look good. So what which hill did you choose? Was this in Cassiobri Park? Yeah, so you remember at the end of Watford Half, basically where me, your mum and Emma saw you this year. So actually so right where you outside fork the off to the fork off to the right. Yeah, hill. so just before the fork, yeah, that hill up to the to the fork. It is a hill, um, isn't it? Honestly, I'm <clears> thinking, I was like, I know I've just run a half marathon, but this feels like a hill. Well, what's tricky with workouts like this, he, my coach always gives me these. He's got hills and then a short break, and then you've got to do a marathon pace or threshold. Or so. so you basically need a hill right next to a flat. Bit, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which you don't get many of those. So, uh, so that's why I did it here. So that hill is not an amazing hill to do it on. And there's also a million dog walkers who don't put their dog on a lead. I say dog walkers. Though, oh. like, they're like the little ratty ones that are not really dogs. Sort of the ones that belong you, in a the ones that belong in a bag. The things you let put me in a bag. tell you, people yeah. in people in Malta out in the countryside, they have dogs. Those dogs are not dogs. rats. Those fucking things are big. But we'll talk about <laughs> them later. <laughs> so that was Saturday, and you know when you go into a like like I said earlier, he he tends to give me stuff by time or mm. whatever like I, it doesn't say on the packet how much how far you're going to be running and so i looked at it and i i basically i just didn't tot it up very well and so in my head i thought oh this would be it won't be that this was 25k <laughs> i was out for like an hour and 50 minutes or something it felt like a long run and then the whole like i was getting back from it i was exhausted i was looking at my watch thinking, oh god i've been running for an hour and 50 minutes and i've got to do a long run tomorrow I mean, yeah, that arguably as long as today. <laughs> long as today. Blimey, this is, this is like ultra training in a way. <laughs> so Blimey. that, yeah, it was hard. I mean, it was, it was fine. It was good. Um, but I can't say I, <clears throat> I can't say I enjoyed it at the time. Um, and then today, two hours, including two lots of 12 minutes at marathon pace. And really imaginatively, I did those in Canterbury Park. Yeah. So good uh, part. Yeah, a bit of variety <laughs> in the week. <laughs> All the same places. You but, so uh, wanted to get this one over. You were up at 7:30 for this one. Out, out you just it's, it seems like you just wanted to get this one done. <laughs> well, my wife Jen, my wife made me go made me obviously I really wanted to go and watch <laughs> uh netball today and it was it was in where was it in? It was in Essex by um Canvey Island, 
Oh, right. Absolutely miles away. Miles away. So, yeah, so that's why I got up at stupid o'clock in the morning and went running. <laughs> so how do you decide where you're going to do the 12 minutes in, in this in this two hours? What, do you, what did you do for that? Or was so, there a prescription? Yeah, it was set as I had to do 90 minutes and then do two by 12 minutes at the end. But obviously, you've got to get home <laughs> afterwards. So I made it slightly shorter. I can't remember what did I do. I think I did like 80 minutes or something. Yeah, 76 minutes. And then I did the two by 12. And then oh, yeah, so that was around 18K. You did your first one. And then what would you have? 2K off? Or was it a time off between the two? Uh, what did I do? So I. Sorry did... if you're giving away all the secrets. I don't want to give away. <laughs> so I did 76 minutes. So 16.6K as the, as the warm up, in inverted commas. And then two by 12 minutes off a three minute rest. Three minutes. Um, okay, nice. Uh, and <clears throat> so the two by 12 were, I can't remember if I said, we're at marathon pace. So one was bang on 347. Okay. And then 346. Look at that speeding up, <clears throat> despite the fact I didn't go as far. But anyway, yeah, GPS is rubbish. Isn't GPS, it? you need a new watch. Yeah, you need a Coros. Shout out to Coros. Give us some watches. Thanks. But yeah, that was that was my week. Uh, so, 118k, a long Great. run, a couple of workouts, recovered yeah. from Wokingham, job done. Second in the uh, Queen's Park Harriers leaderboard, but I'm sure you didn't know that. It's all that matters. Who was top? Was that you? Uh, no, I wish I wish I could say so. No, um, Barry Roberts. He's he he always runs some miles. I don't know. I'm not sure if I've met him too many times, but um, he's always up around the 110, 120. Johnny Suttle's sneaking down to the mid te- hundred and teens this week. Um, I was yeah, third, but he, I was third, unfortunately, a couple of, about a k and a bit between behind you. Johnny Suttle may have done less distance, but he did them all at three minute k's. Yeah, he had one hell of a workout yesterday. I actually felt a bit sick. What did he do yesterday? Should we have a little uh, look at that? I think he threw in, he might have been thrown in 30 kilometers <laughs> at 350s and then won a park run or something. <laughs> oh, God. It was, uh, well, no, he or he did a park run with a buggy, but like sub 20 or something. I don't know what it was. It was something disgusting. Oh, this 2K. Did he win the park run with the buggy? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but um, I, I don't know whether. Also, up, whether, on the Saturday, speed? he started yeah. at 6.47 a.m. Yeah, it's 2k cool. warm up, 30k pretty hard, which means fucking hard, and then 5k <laughs> park run with the running buggy. That's, yeah, don't tell me he won it with the running. Well, buggy. I, I need to know what speeds he's getting up to now. Um, he's obviously okay, bringing up a Johnny child as this. well. And we're getting Johnny on this, by the way. So you'll you'll hear <laughs> from this absolute bastard. He's he's going for. Uh, do you, what marathon has he got? Do you know. Yeah, he's doing Chester again. Yeah, that's like oh, that's a fast sub one. elite one or whatever. When is. is that? April, I think. Um, no, I think it's suit. Yes. Yes. No, yeah, yeah. Because we're, 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 we're not in the summer now. Yes, yeah, for some reason I thought we we're in the summer because I'm on holiday. I was like, no, 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 it's not next year. It's soon. Yeah, I think it's it's April. Hundred percent, he's going for two thirty because yeah, loads of his runs have been loads of his runs have been three thirty three k, which is bang on pace, isn't it? 2.30. Chester Marathon returns on the 2nd of October. 
Mm, no, that can't Maybe be. Uh, what was it called? It changed to, oh, it was Wrexham, wasn't Wrexham. it? It was actually what it was originally. Wrexham Is Elite. it Wrexham in Chester? Yeah, you know how they do that. Oh, Sunday the 24th of April. That sounds more like it, yeah. Remember, yeah, remember, the 24th of April. Anyway, that was my week. Lovely. Ages. Who are we going with, Sam or Neil? I reckon Neil. I feel like yeah. I went first last week. So, Neil, do you fancy a... No problem. Yeah, I'll have you a quick run through of my old weekaroonie. A um, bit more of an interesting one this week. Um, I'll start with... Monday. <laughs> oh, yeah, Monday was the easy one. So I went to the, I went up to Finden to Garden Centre. Very exciting. Tuesday was a morning thirty. Yeah, that was um, a, a nice easy loop to, uh, to and it, the idea of, of Tuesday was just to get in the miles. So not, uh, easy morning thirty, and then to meet the Worthing Harriers uh, Running Club and uh, run with them in the Very nice. evening. Yeah, so we went up, met, met up at the Wilsdon track. Wilson, the Worthing track. Oh, it's it's it's, it's having Harriers at the end. Is 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 it's, it's the same. Wilson, Queens, uh, Queens Park Harriers, Worthing Harriers. It's very, very tricky there. So yeah, Wilson track, Worthing track. Easy plus, to make. Plus mistake. the red wine. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the red wine. Yeah. You can see it's it's it's, it's paying off. Um, and yeah, so we we I think this was slightly wet run. It was um, pretty miserable. But I uh, also was also joined on this run by Martin. Um, as as usual, uh, we, did you injure him? Uh, I think I might have done. I'm not sure oh. if you've seen his stuff recently. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm hoping he's okay. He's he, he does seem to be suffering from a bad foot at the moment, um, but hopefully uh, he'll be back up on track quite soon, and we can actually um, go and enjoy Manchester. But yeah, that was a 17 kilometer run with them, with which include a few hills. There's some really nice hills. Um as you sort of head out of Worthing to the north, you're heading obviously towards the South Downs National Park. Um, and with that, some of the crescents, um, some of the roads up there are um quite steep as well. So there's a really nice loop. If you look on that map on the top right, is a there's a great loop called Longlands. And um it's a, it's a decent, it's like a kilometre round, but you can do some really decent hill training on that, just sort of looping round, looping round. So to took into that. Uh, Wednesday uh, was um, my attempt of um, a session. So I took a, uh, a 10 mile lunch break, basically. It went out eight to Shoreham on seat and Shoreham by sea, sorry, and eight back and uh, pushed. On the way back, so I think I pushed into sub to sub four minute K. So basically, it's talking mar um, um, dream marathon race pace for Brighton um, on the way home. Um, I like the name for this: eight out, eight back with a slice of oomph. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very nice. Yeah, this is our. Um, this is how you do titles. This is how you do titles. Yeah. Um, so you say dream dream pace. What is three fifty five then? What are you dreaming of? Well, I mean, it's to say I don't know why I say marathon pace. Yes, it. I, you know, I have never run a marathon at that pace. So I suppose it is sort of dream marathon pace in a way. But I suppose a dream marathon pace might be doing it like sub five minute miles. <laughs> what's your What's your What's your like? What would you think is like slightly unattainable at the moment, but you'd like? Like sub two forty five or sub two fifty or sub two forty. What's your sub two forty? Sub. I mean sub two forty. It seems so far away. Yet it 
does seem plausible, I think. Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm doing that and you're yeah. running very similar times on a lot of other things, then yeah. that's got to be... Yeah, that's 15 minutes PB for me. So, yeah, that's why that's why it feels like it feels like way, way too much. But um, I know it's doable, and this is why I went for 115 the other day um, for the half. That, but when you rang Elliot Kipchoge, he said, marathon <laughs> one weekend, marathon the next weekend, two yeah. hours, two hours. Yeah, Elliot said, "Absolutely fine. Go. For, this is what he'd do. Go for it. Just, just, uh, just go all out. So you'd have to. What's your pace for free? What's your pace for two forty? That's what is three forty-seven. Okay, three forty-seven. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, no, there's absolutely no way I'm doing that. I want to. I'm going to enjoy. I want to try and enjoy this on the way home. So yeah, I'm. I, I, London, 2023. That'll be. That'll be my." Next marathon, probably after. We'll, we'll, really? we'll, we'll, no we'll, well, we don't. We don't know. There's, there's a no, possible, uh, possible autumn, October autumn, one. Autumn. There might be a possible October one um, in on the continent, but I'm not totally sure yet. Uh, the continent on the continent on the continent. <laughs> the continent <laughs> might not have you. You might need a visa. Mm. That's true. That's true. Right. Thursday off. I travelled to. My wife's uh, homeland, which is the Cornwalls, and <laughs> the continent. Uh, the continent, yeah. Well, I mean, I think if 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 one place in the UK wanted to have independence, it's this place. It's uh, it's it's uh, Cornwall. You, you you can't move and Scotland. The... Well, yeah, I mean, in, in England, then um, you can't move for the um, the flag of Saint Piran, and I, I think that's probably. Um, Probably largely this week due to the fact that it was St. Perrin's Day on Friday or, or Saturday or something. So ah, what does that mean? What's that? What's that for? Perrin? Oh, that's the patron saint of um Cornwall. I think famously he um surfed in on a millstone, which I don't think is really believable, but um, <laughs> this, this is what my wife was telling me. I'm yeah, I'm not sure about that. I mean it's 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 like every religion, there's some questionable facts, but yeah. fair enough. So I wanted to get some miles in um, and I had a day off on Friday. Uh, so, yep, got 20 kilometres um, and it was, as you can see from the photographs, absolutely rubbish. Um, uh, but nice. you, can, you, can, uh, you can make your choice. Um, I actually did an interesting, um, well, what was I doing? I was doing an Instagram live. <laughs> yes, I got an update saying Neil was, is now live. It was yeah. I didn't didn't get a, a, a wave from you, but it was quite interesting doing it. If I found it very odd, because I've got this um, yeah, it, it is a very strange thing. I was running with my phone up in front of me, and I've never done it before. But where um, you're sort of you're sort of, I just ran for five minutes, um, and the 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 landscape changed so so much in in that time. But I had this like person I didn't know who they were, but watched my entire <laughs> run. I started talking. I was just talking um, at my, so at my weird. very different things, but it was and it saves it saves to your your stories and stuff. But um, I don't know. I, I weirdly I found it weirdly interesting because I was listening to music at the time and I was sort of also talking about all the things I was thinking. God, it's really quite self indulgent, a bit like this a bit. But I'm not <laughs> sure. It's quite weird. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Yeah. It's it's fine. Yeah, people see. Hey Neil, doing. what I like about Strava is that it shows you where on your route the pictures were taken, which is very cool. Yeah. 
apart from yeah. one picture is miles off the route that you ran ah oh really okay yeah this will be a gps for sure that, yeah not totally sure um there's an interestingly with this route um which was basically the plan was to get to falmouth from my um my wife's hometown um just out of truro um to, to join them for lunch uh oh yeah this one in the middle of yeah that was in the woodlands um in fact that was probably at mile uh, it, it probably more north from there just hit the route north and you, you, you'll you'll see where that was but yeah so so it was in horny wink wood horny wink wood yeah it was beautiful beautiful amazing that's a the um yeah there's some amazing uh, named towns around there uh, but the yeah the really amazing part of this was uh that my my timing was good really good um and i hadn't checked uh, one of the things you must check when you're running around in cornwall is the tides so if you're setting your routes i'm not sure if you ever do new strava heat maps to set your routes then um big advice is to check the tides if you're running in cornwall um because the heat map showed very very clearly that you could run um on this route so i, I sort of drew my map out i was following the map on my watch and um yeah, the, the next thing I knew, I was I was running right on this, right in the middle of the estuary, um, the, the 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 Fal estuary, which runs right up to a, a town called Penryn, and uh, yeah, had the tide been in, I would have I don't know, I have had either turn back and find a road, uh, you know, like a deadly road, <laughs> high hedges, impossible to sort of run on, uh, but as it was, yeah, I, I, I timed this accidentally quite well. But yeah, um, or the alternative there is uh, just to just get on the ferry at Flushing, um, and just 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 um, just sit back and let the ferry take you for the two quid over to Falmouth. It would be a lot easier, to be honest. There we are. So twenty k on the Friday, and Saturday, I went to Park Run with a, an unexpected guest appearance from my wife. That's right. What? Um, yeah, R rants from Katie. Actually, um, yeah, she 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 decided um, she decided that she'd do the park run, uh, and which was which was a lovely surprise. But we didn't run together. Oh, so kind of no, it was absolutely brilliant. Went down. Um, Did she enjoy it? Is that maybe because she's going to get a London Marathon place? Maybe. I think the yeah. I think the 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 the, the ballot will come out quite soon. We'll find out um, soon enough. So the park run I uh, did is down in Penrose. It was, uh, which is in Helston, sort of down in the southwest of Cornwall. It's done plenty of times, but it's like a fast one. You sort of um, imagine a lot of these are quite, um, quite hilly, um, as a lot of the rugged terrain of Cornwall is. But yeah, this is a absolutely um, a really fast one, and it was my PB up until now. Anyway, um, yeah, this is an out and back um, and you sort of go out down this amazing sort of um, kind of woodland park, uh, woodland walk around this estuary um, and, and up to this uh, estate called the Penrose Estate, where you, you kind of run up to one of the stewards there and sort of do a high five. Um, or well, actually now it's a sort of social distance or, or whatever. It's like an elbow. <laughs> you sort of run around the person and come back uh, the way you came. So you can sort of high five people that, that are sort of coming the other way. Um, so it's a pretty quick one. Um, the interesting story about the Penrose estate. 
uh, which is like the the setting of it is it's, it was about two years ago. Um, there's a chap called Jordan Adlard Rogers. Um, he's like he was a care worker and he basically uh, inherited this massive uh, estate. Um, the 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 kind of the old lord of the manor. Um, I think it was called Charles Rogers, and he not it either completely denied um, the, the 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 complete utter resemblance of of, of their, their their faces. Um, but anyway, this 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 and and so didn't do a DNA test, but it was upon his, this guy's death that uh, he did the DNA test. Um, and it proved that this this guy, who sort of lived in a, in a town lo locally, was in fact his his son, and he was the only oh. inheritor of it. So he ended up inheriting this massive estate, like fifteen hundred acre uh, estate between House and Porth Levin, uh, which uh, has a thousand year lease um, from the National Trust. Um, so National Trust kind of pay for its upkeep effectively. So he, so he now lives in this massive mansion <laughs> and he's i think it includes a i think it includes like a salary of like 100 grand what? Um, or something uh because of the income from from the national trust as well so yeah which i think he does a lot for the local communities you know around 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 the areas but it's a it's an interesting place and this only happened about you know, 2018 i think but there we are. That's a interesting fact about the uh, the, the the Penrose um, Park run. It's oh, I love that. I wanted to put a bit of, put a bit of a dash in, and I finished second, seventeen thirty five um, or seventeen thirty eight behind um, forty seconds behind the winner. And yeah, it was it was yeah, he was gone. It was long gone, really. And um, I was in the the Boston's for these, which is which is which was quite. It was it was quite nice. The second fastest time I've done on this route. For that but yeah good to good to put in a um um you know a, 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 like a fast one on that um and the final one i've got is my run today which was my long one my long eater cambon this was a um yeah this was a run through really really pretty actually i left at eight and it was uh 32k um with the aim to sort of run to, to the southwest of red roof across the a30 so the basically the main highway down through the middle of cornwall and uh found this amazing woodland i've never been to before again using strava heat maps absolutely brilliant to find a way through but uh yeah lovely uh, lovely place to, lovely place to sort of run um and I've, i think i've put a photo of that um up on this run as well sort of through some woodlands there and uh back down back south uh to um to, to, to have brunch somewhere to the south of Camborne. So yeah, really nice. Great the route looks the route looks stunning. But yeah. You've you've worn a hoodie to run it. Yeah. Which I find <laughs> very surprising. Yeah. I uh, I wore a hoodie today for that. Yeah, I wasn't sure. It, I, it's silly really. It's this kind of rookie. I a hoodie and a and a neck warmer. Um was it, it was, was it moisture wicking? Well, it was it was kind of cold when I set off, um, and it after about five strides, it wasn't cold anymore. But I, I, as as you know, this it's like when you go to a marathon and 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 you get to the start and you realise there's people there like in full like winter clothing. You're like you're about to run a marathon. Just just give just give it a few steps in. You know how or at least you expect that they'd throw this stuff off, but 
but no, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I often do run with a with a. So, this is a light hoodie. This is light. <laughs> so you ran thirty two kilometers in a light hoodie. <laughs> After thirty kilometers, how comfortable were you? I was in pain. Actually, the the most the worst part of this was actually the end. Anyway, out of Camborne, you you run up a pretty steep hill, and it was really quite miserable there. Um, yeah, because, but at least um, Strava only says it's a 76 relative effort. So what's that about? <laughs> nice and easy. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, all was to plan slightly above uh, plan this week, um, but I finally hit the hundreds. Um, finished on 106K. Plan was 102, so I'm really pleased with that. And um, yeah, that's actually... My 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 my, uh, my 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 graph. I'm really quite proud of it. Actually, it's it's right from December when I started this training plan on the 21st of this 20th of December. Um, it's been steadily climbing from 50k, and now I'm up into the hundreds. And for these next three weeks, I'm going to stick at stick at hundred before dropping down uh, down for these marathons. So yeah. All good. Yeah, that is nice. That's only like a little, a little drop for last week down into the um, the taper for Worthing. Exactly. Other than that, you can see Wokingham. a lovely, uh, yeah, Wokingham. <laughs> you can see a lovely gradual rise there. Um, apart from the week where I remember Ennis gave you um, COVID <laughs> or, or Madrid. No, norovirus. I was a projectile vomiting. If you really want to know, it it was true. It was true. No, no, I believe it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, look at that. That's nice. It actually, oh, 109. Hundred nine. Hundred. Oh, maybe it was hundred nine. Gosh. That, oh no, that was including a walk. So yeah, hundred six. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can't include a yeah. fucking walk on that. <laughs> Why is that even allowed? Oh, I like a good walk. Uh, uh, even a small walk, a three k walk is fine. Into a garden centre, it's fine. You have to log it. It's very important. Um, that's definitely mm. been far too long talking about my easy runs on Mondays and, and 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 whatnot. So I think we should move swiftly on to Mr. Sutherland. Yeah, that's been a while. So I'm going to open another chisk. It's very nice. Got a good sound, doesn't it? It's a big, big can. Um, yeah, I'm going to whittle through mine. So Monday... The thing about this week, just to give an overview, was that I had um, obviously we'd run that half marathon on Sunday and I knew I was going away on Saturday. So and we had it. We had a potentially fast park run as a mob match on Saturday just before I went away. So I thought I'd have Friday off in order to do that. I had to run every day until Friday. And so coming off the back of that fast half marathon I probably would have normally taken Monday or Wednesday off and so couldn't really have taken Friday off so and also wanted to go back up to around 120-ish k so to carry on from the previous weeks so <laughs> it's amazing isn't it how much you need to do to be anywhere above 100k um so it was 14k on on Monday which was pretty tough because the weather's been horrible hasn't it and uh got out for that did um the parks of northwest london 
um, in about an hour 15. Tuesday, I wanted to do a double, and I normally do like a 10K, 10K. But then once again, to make up the miles, they have to be 12 and 12. So um, did some grilling on um, Tuesday morning. So I did 12K around there. I decided to leave one road alone just so I didn't piss Neil off. It's actually uh, really neat. It's really neat. It's I'm quite nice, really isn't it? I like it. Well done, man. So I I dropped my car off down at Staples Corner, so you can see I picked it up. I, I started the run down there at the top of the screen. For those of you enjoying my Strava at home, um, <laughs> uh, we're so, playing along. We're playing along. Playing along. Thank you. Um, it was great though going down to um, you know a Renault Dacia dealership in my shorts and um running headphones and dropping off my car and then just <laughs> them looking at me walking in with my shorts on and and just running out of the showroom <laughs> please Thanks. tell me you wore like short short flappies yeah. yeah flappy pink ones they <laughs> they when i walked in they were like uh sorry so can we help you i was like oh yeah yeah i'm coming here for service thanks yeah. so that was good fun that was before work and then after work i didn't uh, and out and back it wasn't really an out and back though by the looks of this it was kind of I kind of on the way back went around the bottom because I realized that I probably need to do a bit more I'm just so uninspired with routes at the moment I can't go north because um, Welsh Harp is horrible and then if I go to Hampstead it's always hilly so stay away from those then I managed to achieve the March 5 and 10k in one 12 <laughs> Um, I like that you join these challenges. It's I know you do. It's very weird. Why do you do it? I mean, I, March five k. What's the what's the point in joining the March five k? You're you're going to do it in about three seconds. No, but I don't always run five k a month, so it's good to know when you do achieve these things. <laughs> okay. Well, done. sorry, these these challenges are to do it in a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite good. I thought you were entering like a fastest 5k time or something, not run 5k in yeah, 30 days. Yeah, but if you look at my trophy cabinet on Strava, then I think you two will pipe the fuck down. <laughs> but what, what do you get for having a... You get a, you get a trophy in your cabinet. <laughs> a what? what? You get a trophy in your Strava cabinet. Have you not seen my, um, Sam's trophy cabinet? Oh, don't worry. What you is wait. a trophy cabinet? Don't worry, I'll show you sometime. It goes along with the crowns and the um, local legends. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just think it's quite nice to, um, to, 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 to join them. And um, usually I like the running distance and the climbing ones because you know when you've hit like 2,000 metres for the, for the month or something like that. But then it suggests I join the 5 and 10K and I think, why not? So <laughs> I enjoyed those. Um, and I had to return some trousers to Westfield on, on the Wednesday. <laughs> so I ran to Westfield. And if, if I thought I, looked, I was looked at weirdly going into the car dealership, walking around Westfield on a Wednesday evening in running gear and a backpack, I, I, for, for a moment, I looked down at myself just to make sure I had shorts on because I thought, you know, it was one of those dreams where you've gone to school without your trousers on. I wasn't sure why everyone was looking at me so weirdly. So I was walking around Westfield, then realized I'd probably run around 17 or 18K. So I went to a sushi little Japanese center, which does amazing maki that you can just buy and take away. So got some little bits of sushi for my run back. 
ate those and then ran back 17k so that was my westfield adventure um next day ones keep it flat so i did the famous gladstone flats it's um it's basically the grass loop that me you and stefa and satyan used to do matt but without the grass because it's too wet and boggy so i just did the it's interesting that loop there you can see squiggled in quite a lot is um is about 3.8k so two of those and then to and from my house uh, and i was quite brave and on the left of your screen you can see i went up the really steep hill on the way home the opposite to park run i hate running up there never <laughs> run up there but i thought that's 1k home i'll do it so you've got to do these things um next day long day at work actually and i had a bit of a, a pain in my um in my hip not, not really an issue but just the inside probably because i don't do enough strength and conditioning so i went out for a run thought i'd do a nice easy one i might do k on k off with some kind of just you know easy-ish things k2 not even k 1.1 i bump into andy mccarran i was like oh, oh fuck so he starts running with me and i said yeah it's an easy one we start chatting and then i realized we're running 430s and then he says, yeah, I've got 4K to do. So then we're running up and down the uh, the grill. And that feels pretty good, actually. So I carry on. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm done. I was like, oh, cheers. Now I'm at like K6 of my 13K run. And um, it's not really worth me doing K on, K off, is it? I'm already about 150 BPM. Let me, uh, maybe I'll just try and keep up 150. So I just kept up 150 to about 10K. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll just do a fast finish. So, so I um, ran harder till 12k, I think it was, and then an easy last k. And actually, the um, the 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 groin felt really good. So I wonder if I just need to stretch out a bit with a faster run. So thanks, Andy. That was great. There are two um, things. Sorry to interrupt. There are two no, things. Please so do. Number one, I love Neil's. Um, sarcastic comment you should check out the grill when you next get a chance <laughs> it's brilliant absolute praise you must have run there on average every other day for about six weeks yeah the issue is that neil thinks that he created the grill i definitely discovered it the grill created the grill yeah when, when did you call it the grill as well i don't know if i called it the. no you just um no, but you did, you did tell me about it and I poo-pooed it back in the lockdown one days. I'll give you that. Yeah, I remember quite clearly um, being there at a few times, actually, on a Thursday, running down at 7pm on a Thursday. Do you remember lockdown one? Thursdays yeah, ahead of it. Seven, at 7pm 7, 7 would be the term everyone comes out of the doors and claps. <laughs> oh yeah 8pm 8pm come on i was at 8pm oh yeah forget this and then yes yeah, so you're sort of running down the hill and you're, I'm not sure, you're not sure what to do so you either put your hands up um or and now i think at the time you're sort of clapping along going, yeah come on respect respect clap 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 but it was a, it was a bit of a pain that when you're trying to plan plan your run and then remembering that it's about to be eight o'clock <laughs> i think oh god if i'm out now and i'm gonna do my like run, one run a day 
um, I'm going to be out during this clap. So I want to sort of make sure I'm in a park when the clap, when the clap happens. Otherwise people are going to boo me or something for, for, for not, not caring for the eye test. <laughs> Can I tell you what I did when they were clapping? No, you didn't. Kiss, kiss to the crowd. <laughs> you did. This is for me. No joke. All that, all that hard key work and work you've been doing. Blimey sound. Well, no, because they were clapping as I was running down the grill. And I, no joke, I, I remember people clapping and they loved it. That's pretty disrespectful. Not disrespectful at all. It's giving them something physical to clap towards. I wasn't taking it. I was passing it on to the NHS. <laughs> well, and yeah. then it inspired me to um, make a video for that song. So... If you haven't checked it out, check out Brave on Spotify. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> so, so secondly, I had never seen this trophy case thing before. <laughs> now I know why you do all these challenges. But did you know that you have 234 trophies? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That must be more than the number of races you've done, which is astonishing. That's true. That is true. <laughs> there are more months in the year than I've run races. Um, so I mean, you have a you have a problem. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, I just go on Strava quite a lot, and I just add those little challenges. They're quite nice. It's all right. It's all you right. know the ones I don't like though when it's a brand. Who, oh, who, boo! And then you then you sign up for it and you do their thing, and then you get twenty percent off, and they send you emails for the next two months and if you unsubscribe. And you, hey, I tell you what though, I definitely now you come to mention that though, I did do a underwear one because not exactly. because you got underwear. But because you, you got entered into a prize draw for a Noble Pro treadmill, and that oh. my life goal is to own a Noble Pro. Where would you put the fucking thing? I'd, I'll find. I'll, honestly, Jen can sleep outside. I'll just. <laughs> if you had the choice, though, to run on the treadmill or not, and I'm not talking about like those snowy days, just generally, would you start getting involved with the treadmill as like your easy runs? Because that's lazy shit. But you know, it's got Netflix on. That doesn't matter. Well, what about Zwift? I've never tried Zwift or anything. It's got that as well, built in. Where you can sort of run with other people from all around the world. Apparently it's like a social thing. Like people, lots of people go to this one place I've heard called like Utopia or something. You just run and race. I don't know. It's very. Can you stop? Because sooner or later, before long, you're going to be getting trophies in your trophy cabinet. I just can't have that. 5K for underwear. Not totally sure about that. But no, I didn't sign up pay the subscription to Strava to then be like, I thought it was maybe an ad free experience, but what happens is no. that you, you then get an, an advert from Runderwear um, and do a 5k and you get some underwear. I'm not totally sure about that. To be fair, I do like their pants, but yeah, <laughs> they're supposed to be good. Um, anyway. anyway, I'm sure you noticed as well that I became the local legend of Geary Road west to east on that run, which was a good ground to take back. Um, I had Friday off, as I'd mentioned, so everything was to plan this week. And I tell you, this park run on Saturday, I realised that I could do it, um, get home by 9.30 and leave to get to the airport for 10.30 because we were going to Malta's. And I was more nervous for this park run than I was for the Wokingham half. And probably... Why are you nervous? London Marathon I did last year. I, I, because I've been running like park run there since 2013. And I went through a string of PBs in 2014 or 15. And I haven't had a PB there for six years. 
So my PB was 17.49. Then we had a mob match against the Clapham Chasers where me, Neil and Joe Spragans raced each other very closely and I ran two seconds over my PB, 17.51. And I beat you at that one. <laughs> We've looked at this and, yeah. um, and, and that definitely wasn't the case. It definitely was. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, whatever. And so I was just really like, oh, it's, I, I really want, I know that I'm capable of doing this, but I just don't know what it feels like. Like you said, Neil, I haven't raced parkrun since 2020. Yeah. Probably 2019, actually. I, I think before you, you haven't pushed a parkrun. So New York. I didn't really, you know, it's quite hilly at Gladstone, but then you get the downhill, so you can definitely make it up. So I thought, I'll just... Uh, yeah, I was, I was really nervous. And honestly, I woke up three times the night before thinking about it. <laughs> nice. It was in my dreams. Yeah, it was a really long night. Um, so it was a mob match against Wilson Triathlon Club, who, you know, do two other sports. So we should be able to beat them at this. Um, so I went for a little warm up, mainly for miles. And I wanted to do 5K. I managed to do 3.75, getting out the door a bit late. And as you can see from that little squiggle, I went down to, there was a puddle down by the car park and I wasn't sure whether to go straight through the puddle or round the muddy outside and I tried the muddy outside and it was horrible so I thought I'm just going through the water um and then I finished I saw Andy McCarran hanging around by the uh, start finish so we did a warm-up saw Matt check all went had a photo and it was great I tell you what it was so much fun getting on that start line like you know pushing to the front not being a bit like meek and chilling at the back. I went right to the front, me and Andy, Stefan just behind, Matchick there, Wilson Triathlon guys, like giving us a bit of chat. And then I said, guys, are you going through the puddle all round? And they were like, oh yeah, definitely through. And I was like, good, as long as we're all doing the same thing, so you can't give us anything afterwards. And we set off in this group and it was like 10 of us all the way over the bridge down into the next bit as you go um, past Charles's corner. And it was actually interesting because no one was kind of alpha enough to push to the front and just take it on. You know, I was thinking if Johnny Suttle was here, he'd just be pushing and just seeing what people were made of. Andy was a bit hungover, so he was chilling. Um, they had quite a quick guy from Wilson Triathlon. He was wearing some blue necks percents. So I knew that he was a bit serious and then a couple of other guys who, who are pretty handy. Um, and I could feel Tom, Tom Mann was there. Thomas Buckman was just behind me as well. So we were working our way up, went up that first hill, turned left, and then it split up a bit. And then 1K in, Andy, Tom Buckman, and um, Wilson Triathlon, next percent guy, pushed off a bit. And I thought, that's a bit quicker than I, I, I want to feel comfortable to at least 3k really so I'll push on the second k because I know it's downhill but but went down we were all still bunched up a bit by that bit of water we went through it it's fine it was just up to your ankles but you know absolutely fine then down the next bit I ran I think a 321 for kilometer two and I was like Phew. it feels okay so I'm going to stop thinking about how quick that is um and then Tom came back towards me a bit. So when I went past the pay playground, I overtook him. And then Andy had pushed on quite nicely. So we came around Charles's corner for the second time. And 
Andy was nicely off in front. He was really pushing. So I gave him a good cheer. And I thought, maybe I can catch the second guy. But he always just stayed a little bit in front. Um, got to 3K and I'd run, I think it was a 3.39, 3.49. What was it? I know that if I'm under four minutes for the third K at Gladstone, yeah, I ran a 3.42. So under four minutes, I know it's like I'm on for a PB because that's usually the toughest one. Um, so I just tried to keep it together, really, and we got, kept the guy in my sights. But I thought, really, it's about a, a time for me. It's, I, if, it, mm. it's nice to, to get something else. But hold this together, got to 4K, and then it was starting to get a bit busy. Felt quite bad because I shouted to some of the ladies, like, on your right, on your right. <laughs> and Alice Lester was like, <laughs> you're just showing off <laughs> in a jokey way. I was like, and so I went, yeah, I am. <laughs> It wasn't meant to be a dick, but um, then down, you know, the lovely last kilometre, you go down past the playground, a few people cheering on. Nathan Barnard had started and then he's been a bit um, hit and miss with his running. So he, he, had, he had pulled out, but he was like, second place is really slowing down. But, you know, I had a look at the finish and it's on grass and it was really muddy. So I came across the bridge and he was just that bit in front all the time, like, you know, if, if it was the end of a big race where there was maybe like prize money, I might have had a go. But I thought I just want to hold it together a bit. <laughs> Went around the corner. I finished eight seconds behind him in the end. Didn't look at my watch. I actually thought of you, Neil. I think it was you who's saying or was, was one of you two who said about not looking at your watch the whole time. Apart from the split at 3K, I just and, and 2K actually. So <laughs> I didn't, no, no, no. But for instance, I didn't look at it for elapsed time, which I normally oh. do near the end of a race to know whether it's worth like a real push. But do, do you know what I mean? Like I didn't give it. Any you raced. Time. I raced and all the way across the grass, ignored it, pushed as much as I could, and it was fucking boggy, honestly. Um, and cool to look cool to look down at your watch then and see 17 and a half, you know. No, but... so I finished and I saw 1731 and I just went, yes, and um, no one cheered with me because, <laughs> mate, it's, I, uh, mate, it's, mate, it's to... not a race, it's a timed run. What you I know, I know what, uh, great. What um, I have just looked at, um, just to just to settle this, um, dispute. <laughs> and uh it was a race that took place between us on the 18th of the 8th 2018 um the last time you actually raced at gladstone park was number 326 and you did beat me by a second one second Literally one second uh, oh, but i did beat joe, i beat joe spraggins yeah because i five by five i remember overtaking you two just before charles's corner as you finish and i said neil come on and we ran together and then I thought, yeah, but I still want to beat Neil. So I ran away. So my, my PB was 2016 and then I ran two seconds over at 2018. That's quite nice. And then 2022, I finally beat it. And yeah, 20 seconds over, um, under it. So I'm happy with that. Honestly, I, I was quite nervous for that one because I, I don't know. It's a weird one. It's, just, it's a race. Uh, it's, a, it's a route that I do so often that it's almost... Um, worse when you know what's coming up um, so I was very happy with that result then I had to not hang around and chat and run up the hill quite fast and we made it to the airport came over here 
been hanging around with um with the family and Dali and then had a good bit of lunch and then I thought I'll go for my run I wanted to do 32k to make up to 120 so I went out and I thought if you go out left on the seafront from where we are we're in Malta near in a place called Aura but it's spelt with a Q Quara Q-A-W-R-A you go out to the seafront and you turn left and you can go all the way around the bay and then it gets really hilly so I've never gone further than that hill I thought, you know what? I'm going to go up that hill today. I went all the way up that hill. Then there was this trail off to the right. I was like, I've been blessed. Run down this trail. Soon, soon after that, it became pretty stony and very hilly. So I thought I'd carry on. Still looks like a path. Went round, carried on, followed the sea. You know, I can still see where I've come from, right across the bay. Took a few photos. Um, then I had the Arsenal match on on my headphones because, <laughs> you know, I've got data. So I, I've streamed that and then ran past some people with some dogs, but they had them on the lead. So that's fine. And then this dog went for me, this little Labrador, a very nice dog. And it would have got me if this woman hadn't fallen over sideways. So thanks to her for holding on, ran up this hill, ended up in some wild flower meadow that then there was a sign that I'm pretty sure said, please don't go on this. But I came at it from the other up angle ran up this hill guys this 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 run was so hilly in the first half i think i did almost 500 meters of elevation overall and that is yeah four nine four and it was all at the start so i got to about 12k and i was like oh, fucking knackered and then i got onto a road um and then i realized that the motorway one actually didn't have a path down the side of it <laughs> Oh, so I said to this guy, um, how do you get down this road? And he said, oh, you, you drive. And I was like, okay, what, what if you want to run? And he was like, um, you could run on the other side of the road with the cars coming towards you. And actually, if you go down about 200 meters, you can take a sharp right and you're going to this really nice valley. I was like, huh. So you can see that little bit where I run down that big road and then I go into this valley. Oh, yeah, I see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing, playing along. Playing along in the Phoenician carts ruts. Um, and yeah, so I ran through this valley and then up the other side, so more hills, and overtook these two cyclists who were pushing their bikes <clears throat> up this canyon. And then I realised there was this really nice bit of wood over to my right. So I ran through that. That was lovely. Did a bit of a square, came back. Then overtook the uh, cyclists again, going up the hill back into town. So we had a nice little laugh about that. Um, and then ran all the way back and then ran out the other side, which I'd planned to do anyway. And then back again. And then it was way too late and I'd left everyone for far too long. And it was 29K and I thought that's two and a half hours. Nice. So stopped there, 3K short, but still 100 and... 16 17k for the week great very great. happy with that back on back on track back on track and now i'm on holiday for a week so i won't run the same route i ran today but i'll run some of those routes because there's not much else to do you try the strava heat maps do you use that you know what i might look at that on the computer because the the mobile earlier didn't really give me much no do it on. yeah that's a good shout thanks 
Um, um, or if if in if uh, all else fails, um, send a message to um, our Strava artist Tim Lewin, and uh -huh. I'm sure you can get some shapes uh, for you. That's a good shout. That's not a bad idea, is it? But yeah, some good weeks from <clears throat> then. Um, what is it? Four weeks to uh, to Manchester now. Four weeks today, yeah. We'd have done it. We will. We've got to organise something for after that where we where we do a little debrief. Maybe we do the podcast. Are you staying in Manchester that evening, Neil? No, I'm getting the train back. But um, yeah, we should definitely go to uh, the Northern Quarter or something like that. Straight after. Straight after. Do Straight a debrief. After. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'd be a really good idea. Okay, um, so finale, we'll come to a fact from Matt. And, um, you know, Neil did such a lovely rendition last week of um, the fact from Matt that I thought I would, I'd, I'd have a go this week. Oh, bring, bring a something bit of to the occasion. <laughs> I thought, um, I thought, in fact, that every week from now on, me and Neil could have oh. <laughs> a, a little, a little Matt fact off. So... This is my return, and then I hope to hear one from you next time. Okay. Tell, me if you, tell me if you can hear this. Matt's fact is a random extract. Another reason for us to get sidetracked. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Matt's fact. Oh my god! Wow! How would I top that? That <laughs> <laughs> game is on. Game is on. My Come god! On. You've got you've got like your dad with tubers and. Oh, and... don't you worry. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll think of something. I'll I, think know of something. I know you. I know you. I have. I have a clarinet. Don't you worry. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> okay, Matt. <laughs> oh, it's a good job we spent five minutes before the start of this. Just. <laughs> Googling facts. So, uh, Googling yeah, facts. <laughs> we've we mentioned a few times um, that we are, uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody remembers, but we're actually doing Manchester Marathon. What? Year. Oh, yeah, we are. Four weeks. Um, For sake. Did you know that the name Manchester <laughs> originates from breasts? Oh, <laughs> so, Manchester. <laughs> Yeah. So the uh, the the name Manchester originates from a Latin word, which I don't know how to pronounce, but I think is either mamucium or mamusium. So M A M U C I U M, uh, and the generally accepted etymology or sort of yes source of that name is breast-like hill, because the Romans when they sort of made Manchester or whatever, they positioned a fort near the crossing point in a river. And they thought that the two hills either side of the fort represent looked like boobs. Um, so yeah, breast shaped hills was the name they gave to Manchester. <laughs> so when you're running Manchester Marathon, when you're at kilometer 40 and you hit the wall, you can think of 
breast-shaped hills. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Hopefully there are none of those at that point. But <laughs> extension to the fact, uh, do you know what Manchester's famous for? So like what sort of industrial revolution, what it, what it produced? Football. <laughs> what did you say, Neil? Did I say trains? Am I right? It was cotton. Oh, cotton mills. Same time, right? My next, my next guess was going to be graphene, but there we are. <laughs> I th I'm pretty sure this could be wrong. I mean, the, the first fact could be wrong because I Googled it five minutes before the start of this podcast. <laughs> but, um, cotton, I'm pretty sure Manchester produced like 80% of the, of the world's cotton, I think, at one point. 80%. So the nickname, anyway, going back to names. So the, extent, the reason that I'm providing an extension was that the nickname, therefore, of Manchester was Cottonopolis. Cottonopolis, very in nice. The, in the 19th century, they called Manchester Cottonopolis. That's a great name for a town. <laughs> the I learned that at the, um, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's called the Manchester Museum, but it has a museum, anyway, doesn't it, in Manchester? So I learned Cottonopolis there. Surprisingly, though, they didn't have breast-shaped hill, so not sure if that's true or not, but... Maybe after the, the run, we could go to the Manchester Museum. Oh, there we go. That's where we'll do our debrief. It's spent yeah. four, four hours um, there looking, looking up about the, uh, the cotton and the oh. breast. Matt's fact is a random extract. Another reason for us to get sidetracked. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Matt's fact. It's wonderful. Beautiful. It's very, wonderful. very impressive. I wrote it in five minutes and 42 seconds, Neil, just for your, um, for your plan this week. What do you use to record? I actually just used it, um, used Zoom. <laughs> I just went you... to a meeting on my own and recorded the meeting and then... <laughs> imagine if, imagine if someone just joined. That'd be quite good. Yeah. Emma was out and I was just singing into the mic, singing into the computer. No, but what did you use to like um, get your voice to hit the right notes? Because you definitely use something. Cheeky <laughs> bastard. Um, yeah, there's a really good program called Melodyne. <laughs> Might have missed out. <laughs> no, Mel Melodyne does actually um, put your vocals in. Uh, you, you can tune your voice, but no, I didn't use that. But thanks very much. I'm glad you think that I, I, I used that. Or, you, or you're being very sarcastic because I hit some bum notes, you bastard. <laughs> um guys so a lovely week and some big weeks coming up so look forward to speaking to you then and we did leave see you next sunday see you soon guys bye bye, -bye. Bye. bye run peel Chat. Repeat. Repeat.